Gustave Flaubert once said that travel makes one modest. You see what a tiny place you occupy in the world. Welcome to Warrior Talk, a podcast about leaders, teachers, and students, and the stories that bind us together in Warriorville. I'm Justin Smith, head of school at LRCA, and your host of Warrior Talk. This is going to be a great conversation today. Dr. Tony Siegert is sitting down at the Warrior Talk podcast table, and we're going to talk about travel at LRCA. A little background information, Dr. Tony Siegert is the department leader of our modern and classical languages. He is a French teacher on campus. He teaches capstone classes. He also coaches tennis and does a number of things involved on our campus. And on top of that, he is our educational travel coordinator. And that's going to be the focus for this week's Warrior Talk podcast. So Dr. Siegert, thank you for joining me at the table. I'm excited about this conversation. I would love for you to share with our audience just a little bit about you, your hobbies, the things that you have done, the things that interest you. Who are you, Dr. Siegert? Yeah. Thank you for, um, thank you for the invite. Um, so I'm a native to Arkansas. Um, but you know, as I, as I look at the person that I am, I, I trace a lot of it back to, things related to my family. So um, my mom grew up in the UK till she was in middle school. And so that that's had a huge impact on my interest and things that, um, that I do. And so um, I play tennis um, and I love to watch soccer. I also um, enjoy reading books, you know, from different cultures. Most, most recently we um, I'm working through a parallel text. Miss Rowan and I are working through a parallel text of Pinocchio that we picked up in Italy, and so um, those are those are some of the things that I like to do. Um, I have um, my wife and I have three kids who are all um, warriors um, in the the House of Love, and so uh, and my wife also teaches in the House of Love. So we are we are active in Warriorville. Yeah, we're grateful to have you and your entire family, Dr. Siegert. So tell us a little bit about travel at LRCA. We have a rich history here, and, and you've taken over the mantle there and uh, have cast a new vision, but give us a little bit about background. Yeah, so, um, you know, there are a lot of schools that that travel abroad. That's not something that's unique to our school. And really, that that tradition starts back in the 18th and 19th century that we're universities and, and schools in, in the UK in particular would send their students and their scholars off to travel to Italy and France and the Grand Tour as almost their their kind of final piece of their formation. And so we at Little Rock Christian join in that tradition of sending students off of our campus to continue to learn and to develop their own worldview. And so um, in particular, the first J-term experience that I went on. And what J-term is, is in between our our spring or at the beginning of our spring semester, we have an interim term of of about two weeks where um, our students get the opportunity to engage in learning that is, is beyond the traditional scope of the classroom. And so they have the opportunity to do internships, um, take enrichment classes, or travel. And so the, the travel piece is, is what I kind of lead on our, on our campus. And so the first, the first experience that I was involved in was in Ireland in 2020. Um, and I'm super grateful to have been a part of that group and to get to go and see 
what it is that that travel is at our school. Um, but I came back from that experience with questions of like, this is great. How could we make it even greater? Um, which is one of the things that I love about our school is that we're continually reflecting on what can we do to deepen this um, this experience to to Im- increase the learning of our students. Well, I think that you're exactly right. Now, and that's a testament to Dr. Arnold and his leadership for 16 years here was adamant that we would have a growth mindset and not a fixed mindset. And so we see that programmatically. We see that in our teachers, in our professional development. And so we, that even um, influences what we're doing with J-Term in particular, the travel experience. Yeah. And so after that experience, it, it really set me on a trajectory where I was committed because no matter where you go, you know, whether it's for school or or personal travel, anytime you go in particular abroad, you, you come back and they always say it was life changing. Mm -hmm. Um, and where I really chose to lean into was what, what exactly makes it life changing? Um, and so that, that was the start of my doctoral journey where I was committed to doing research on, the effects that international travel has on your worldview and in hopes of being able to objectively identify these are the factors of international travel that that make something life truly life-changing or transformative with with hopes of being able to then replicate it and systematize it for all of our travel experiences at Little Rock Christian. That's I mean, incredibly interesting. You have since completed your doctoral studies. I have. And, um, and some of the things that you learned from that, you've gone ahead and implemented that right into our travel program. We have. And so so some of the distinctives from from the research study that, that came out were um, factors that, that had a great impact on student learning was doing pre-travel research and developing a, a personal reason and personal goals for what they're hoping to accomplish, which, you know, in retrospect seems very simple. Um, but so often, you know, the the destination and what you're going to get to see um, kind of overshadows a lot. of it, it is exciting to go and do, but coupling that with some some information that's grounding kind of the experience. And in particular, the other thing was while abroad, while traveling, um, getting out of your comfort zone um, is one that's been linked to experiencing growth. Um, and so that's really what we're looking for our students to do is just like in any learning experience, we're looking for them to grow and we're looking for them to um, step into to spaces and contexts that, that they wouldn't otherwise do. And so that's where we've, we've curated um, itineraries that intentionally put them in some discomfort without compromising their safety, obviously, um, but to where they do experience some discomfort and teaching them how to navigate through that. And what does that discomfort look like? Is that like speaking a different language or cuisine yeah, or it, the, the rush of a, a big city? You know, it, it could be any of that because, you know, for each of these students, some have traveled extensively, others have not. And so for some, just going is that discomfort. Um, for others, it is the cuisine of, you know, we're going to Italy, let's not just order pizza every meal, you know? And so, so <laughs> no, it's, it's good no, though. It's good. It is good. Um, and so even some of that discomfort, it can be low stakes, um, things like navigating a city. Um, and so we, we intentionally 
allow our, our, our students the opportunity to lead and navigate rather than just following mm-hmm. the, the adult to the next destination, um, giving them some chance to test out um, and to get lost and realize that it's okay and you have the resources and tools to to navigate. Yeah. On this last uh, J-term trip, I was fortunate enough to join the the trip to England and just the getting 20 kids on and off the, the tube mm-hmm. um, and that experience of jumping train to train uh, to get from location to location, uh, foreign. Exactly. Um, so in addition to, to kind of that pre-travel research and, and doing all of that framing, that really sets them up to enter the travel experience with the right frame of mind. And so what we ask them to do is we want these experiences to be deeply reflective. And so we ask them to keep a travel journal mm-hmm. with them that, that really documents every moment of, of the experience from getting on the plane um, and, you know, the nerves that they feel to, to eating that new dish that they, you know, maybe don't even know what they're ordering. Um, <laughs> In the moment, they feel like they're going to remember this moment forever. And when they see these new things and smell these new smells, they they cling to them like it's going to be a lifelong memory. The reality is in the short amount of time that they're traveling, they're seeing so many new things and having so many new opportunities that they all get kind of lost if they do not document them properly. That's right. And so that's where we use the travel journal to to document in the moment kind of what's happening, how they're feeling, but then also how that connects to um, you know some of the grander questions that we mm-hmm. deal with at Little Rock Christian with worldview and who they are as a person and what their aspirations in life are. Um, I love that reflective practice. Yes, um, that we take the time to do that. Uh, that students um, can write out using their language and words. Um, one, to capture the experience, what were they feeling, thinking, sensing, but also to pause. Um, You see that word in in the psalm, Selah, that that holy pause. Let's stop and really appreciate, um, not only appreciate what their parents have provided for them or the school, but also just appreciate where they're at and thanks to God for uh, the opportunity. Yeah, and so I would say that's really... That's probably the biggest distinction when you look at our travel program is we are prioritizing our itinerary to provide space for that. Mm -hmm. Often when you think, and and it's logical to think like if you're going to this foreign country, um, you do want to see the iconic sites and you do want to do the things that they're known for. It's just that is not our ultimate aim. Mm -hmm. And so when we are designing an itinerary, that's not where we go to first. Um, there are things that we hold very, very dear to the heart of our travel program. And then with what time we're allotted after that is then when we start to put in those pieces of what iconic sites can we go see. And so, um, you know, it's probably probably the, the inverse of what many travel itineraries um, approaches. Yes. Well, some of the, um, as I think about how the trips how our travel has changed over the last few years, we have implemented a few different things that are distinct to LRCA. Will you tell us a little bit about what we prioritize? Yeah, so probably the biggest one is this notion of communal living. Um, When you're traveling abroad, um, most of the time you're going to be in a hotel. And so 
that really limits the amount of time that we have with students as a, a, in our group to be able to debrief and have those, those conversations that are allowing them to unpack what it is that they're experiencing. When you're in a, a lobby of a hotel with other people passing by, like you're commandeering the space, it's, it's distracting. It, it, it's just not an environment that's conducive for what we're hoping to engage sure. our students in. And so we've shifted to, for, for a portion of each of our, of our tours, where they, we rent out an, an estate. And so um, last year we did this in France and then, and then we did it with our UK group in Italy as well, where they're all staying together in a house um, and they have some common spaces. They get to eat over dinner together and cook breakfast together. And it just provides a, a much richer experience that they're, that's in group. That's not even, it has anything to do with being in a, in a different country. Um, and so that's one that where, when we look at how can we facilitate these, these moments of deep reflection, that's the, that's the best way to do it that we found. If I could speak into that, I was on that England trip this past year and we stayed at this beautiful place called the Artington House and picture just an English manor out in the countryside. It was in the tiny little village of Artington. We had 22 on our tour sleeping very comfortably in this house. We were the only inhabitants of the house. Um, there was a front lawn and a back lawn and acreage to look out over and all of these communal spaces in this beautiful house. So we would wake up early and some would opt to cook breakfast for everybody. We would have coffee going um, and we would sit around the table. Some would have their Bibles out. Others would have their travel journal out um, and writing. Others would just be engaged in conversation. And we would just spend about an hour and a half each morning uh, in that posture of being together talking, deep relationships formed. And then in the evening, we would come back and do the same thing. But even um, later into the evening, we the kids would play cards or they would do charades. They weren't sitting on their phones. They were engaging with one another in rich um, relational activities, um, conversations about faith, about beauty, about what is good and true. And I will tell you, um, of all the beautiful things that we saw, and we saw a lot, my, my mind goes directly back to the Artington house as a, uh, as a key feature of that tour. Well, tell us about what are the next steps and uh, you know, what's on your mind as we come back and you reflect and we think about the future. Right. I think right now um, where, where we are wanting to continue to build out our program is through sustained partnerships. I mentioned the Levas um, who are an LRCA family. They were gracious enough to host um, a student group in Guatemala at their family farm. Um, those are the experiences that we want because when we think about where we go and what we do, we want to be able to provide experiences that our students couldn't get anywhere else. That's Even right. if their family travels a lot, they wouldn't be able to do what we can provide. And so um, that in particular is one that we want to continue to build that partnership. And it become a tradition where our students look forward to going to the same destinations that we've gone to for years and years. And so we're at the we're at the the infancy stage of, of mm -hmm. those partnerships, but we are looking to to form some partnerships where we can sustain 
where our groups are going and really, really perfect and, and, and dig deep into, you know, the places that we know that we do well um, with the people that are, we're connected to on our campus and throughout the world. That's right. Well, do you want to go ahead and give us a teaser about where we may be going in the future? (laughs) Um, I can share, um, I can share one in particular. um, Stephanie Moore is a, is a parent and and served on um, our uh, parent, parent fellowship partnership. And um, she next year is leading a group to Bonaire, um, which is an island um, off of Venezuela. And she's going to be doing a marine biology focused tour where they're going to be, um, they've already started their scuba diving certification. Um, They're going to be doing some scuba diving and, um, you know, categorizing fish and all the things that she is an expert in. Um, and so we're excited to get to partner with her. Um, and, and she's excited to get to share a place that she knows well and has been. And so that's, that's one in particular that we're, we're excited for. And you will have a line out the door of students and teachers wanting to chaperone that trip. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dr. Seeger. We so appreciate you joining us on the Warrior Talk podcast and all of the great work that you're doing to make trips, make tours, make travel, that experience, something that our students, one, will never forget, and two, will be transformed transformational in their lives. Well, thanks for tuning into Warrior Talk, a podcast on the lives and stories in Warriorville. And as we like to say around here, it's another great day to be a warrior.